You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Seattle drops in rankings by a leading report on commercial real estate. It's finally happening. Seattle's downtown core, which was once super hot, is now being identified as not so super hot. Its rankings and commercial real estate desirability are dropping. Hey everybody, I'm Sean Reynolds. I'm the owner of Summit Properties Northwest, Reynolds & Klein Appraisal, and your host of the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. If you're wondering where I'm sitting, I'm not sitting in my normal podcast um, spot at in Bellevue, Washington. I'm on Maui doing a quick vacation before state of Washington enters into a lockdown, probably a month-long lockdown here for Thanksgiving. Yay! So we get to do the holidays, pandemic style, not really visiting anybody. So I thought I'd take a quick trip over here, get a little sunshine, hunker down for the nine months of misery that is Seattle weather. It's not really that bad, but we'd like to, we'd like to make it worse than it is because then other people feel better and um, they're like, oh yeah, Seattle, horrible weather. Eh, it's not that bad. You can get through it. Let's check this out. So it's kind of finally happening, the whole Seattle downtown commercial real estate market. We knew it was coming. We could kind of see the writing on the wall. The numbers are there that it is no longer the hot spot that it once was. It's still physically, geographically and on the map. It is an amazing location, but it has got some real uphill battles right now. Some real challenges. Let's get into that and see what is going on. The Seattle Times uh, article through most of the 2010s. Seattle ranked among the top cities for real estate investment in the annual emerging trends in real estate report. The metro areas with the metro area of Seattle was usually in the top 10 markets, as was the case last year for 2020. No more. The 2021 emerging trends ranked Seattle number 34 in overall real estate prospects for investors and developers. At the top of the latest rankings are Raleigh, North, uh, Raleigh Durham, North Carolina, Austin, Texas, Nashville, Tennessee, Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas, and Charlotte, North Carolina. Tacoma, our sister city here, ranked 47th. That's actually, that's pretty high considering uh, where Tacoma has been and it is, it's making a comeback. Tacoma, the aroma of Tacoma on the comeback. Produced by PwC and the United and the Urban Land Institute, Emerging Trends is the gold standard for the industry. It's based on interviews with 1,350 individuals in real estate, as well as more than 1,600 survey respondents. They range from owners and developers to lenders and investors. I talked to a lot of I talked to a lot of lenders, not necessarily commercial lenders, but mainly residential lenders, but a lot of lenders who deal in hard money meaning they are lending directly to builders. And I know a handful of commercial guys that um, are sitting on big projects that are underway. And a lot of people are like, what is going to happen to Seattle? Long-term, Seattle's going to be fine. It, it goes up, it goes down. But the downtown core right now is kind of this urban blight. And a lot of it has to do with it's just not safe. A lot of companies... Having everybody work from home, everybody knows that. That's not a new storyline. But the real issue to me is the safety factor. People don't want to work down there. They don't want to set up shops down there. They're having to be careful. They don't know if they're going to get police protection. That's kind of one of the main huge concerns is safety. And if you can't feel safe in a downtown urban area, 
then you're out of luck. And the police are not doing much. Guess what? They're getting defunded. They're not, they're not on the upswing. The police, Seattle police numbers are not on the upswing. We've had one of the major defunding deals here in the state of Washington, specifically in the state of Seattle or in the city of Seattle. Our mayor and our city council are bound and determined to just reduce the number of police officers so that our city can be less safe. I mean, it's, it's just a storyline that to me makes no sense at all. The people that are going to be hurt the, the most are the people in the lower ends of lower echelons of society. And guess what? That's already not a good look. So moving forward with less police to me, not, not a good thing. Seattle, along with Portland, number 66 for 2021 was still listed among the favorite boom towns, attracting far more of their share of smart young workers, said the report. Most of these boom towns are recovering from the pandemic. Seattle is still considered a magnet 18 hour city with attractive amenities and population growth. I don't know if I would consider is Seattle an 18 hour city, meaning from like midnight until six, there's not a lot going on. Is that right? Yeah, it might be. Not during the pandemic though. That's for sure. Nothing going on down there, but not even work. It's not happening. Seattle benefits by being a mega city, one commenter said. It is a mid-sized city with some big city attributes, such as sports teams, food, arts, and access to outdoors. None of that's probably going to go away. This helped the long-term attractiveness remain strong. The outlook for the post-pandemic of Seattle's sizzling downtown remains strong. So I would probably question the outlook for the post-pandemic of Seattle's sizzling downtown remains strong. I would say, does it remain strong long-term? Probably yes. Short-term? No, it's looking kind of ugly. It's looking kind of, kind of harsh. Yet Seattle's 2021 appeal was hurt by the bad air quality because of the summer's wildfires. Yeah, but bad air quality happened in a lot of major, lot of major cities, right? And it didn't cause them to drop like this. The outlook for investment was also dampened by the extent of protests. Here we go. We're touching on it just a little bit. Another respondent said, in general, we would favor the east side of Seattle where employees live rather than the central business district. That is what is going on. That's where employees are being moved to. Amazon moving 25,000 employees from downtown Seattle to the east side, specifically to Bellevue, where my offices are and where I normally host this Seattle Real Estate Podcast. But that's where business is going. That's where employees are going. They're going to the east side because it is safe. It's not necessarily safe in downtown Seattle. And then you've got the whole homelessness issue is just running rampant during the coronavirus, during the pandemic. And we don't have any measures. We've got measures right now to clean it up. I think four million bucks to, to go around and clean up the mess that's already been made. But we don't have any provisions for moving forward, moving forward. The outreach programs have been defunded. There's nobody going through and doing sweeps in parks. All they're doing is cleaning up. So until that gets squared away, uh, and specifically downtown Seattle as a, let's be honest, they've got a run of crime going on. You've got crime uh, rings doing stuff in parks. I know there's one in Denny Park. I mean, it's just everybody knows it. If the major media can pick that up and if I can pick that up, there's a crime ring going on in a major park in downtown Seattle. I mean, that doesn't sound just like rumor, does it? I mean, I picked it up in four or five different different outlets. So until... 
we can figure out the whole police thing, figure out the whole safety thing. There's not a lot of businesses that are going to be like, oh, jump up and down. Let's go to downtown Seattle. Let's do that. Because in order to get around in downtown Seattle, you have to go on the sidewalks. And guess what? There's just tons of tents there. People are just set up wherever. And all the stuff that you would normally go to, go to in downtown just to hang out and see and look and, you know, enjoy the, the urban stuff. It's not open. It's not happening. And so this downtown core has got just a handful of things that are wildly going against it. And, um, a lot of it's political. Got to figure out, got to figure out how to keep people safe. To be fair, thousands of employees live in downtown Seattle as well, but the core faces a near term challenge. The latest tally by the Downtown Seattle Association shows that in the Central Business District alone, 140 retail, dining, cultural, and service establishments closed since the pandemic hit. Now, people are blaming that on the pandemic. Yes, that is part of it, but a lot of them are just moving out of the downtown area. They've got, you know, maybe one of their stores is there. The rest are located in the suburbs somewhere nearby, but they're shutting down that one store in downtown Seattle, because guess what? It's not safe. You've got customers who don't feel safe. You've got employees who don't feel safe. The owners of the businesses don't necessarily feel safe. If you are running a business in in Seattle right now, I mean, you are facing some real challenges. And I've got people that reach out to me from there as well, saying they're doing okay. They say they're doing, they're doing all right. So business can be done, but as far as big commercial real estate development, it's a, that's a tricky, tricky one. And the, the hard part about big commercial real estate development is that those are not things that you can stop and start on a dime. They've got a long-term time schedule. You've got investors on the front end just to buy the dirt. You've got investors for the construction. You've got investors for all kinds of different things. And let alone the politics that are going on in the United States. You've got Chinese investors thinking one thing. You've got Canadian investors thinking another thing. You know, as far as what the outcome is going to be of the election, let alone the stuff that's happening in Seattle. I know there's people that go kind of walk the streets in Seattle and go, Oh, that is not, that's not really where you want to be. And, and let's be really super clear. It is basically just in the downtown Seattle area, some of the Seattle parks, parts of Ballard, which are a nearby residential community have had just, just been overrun with homelessness. So this is going on, but it's, it's also a very small part of the city. The suburbs, suburbs are doing great. They've got property values going through the roof. Their businesses are in some of some areas they're flourishing because there's more people now in the suburbs than there are in the urban areas because people are working from home. They're not working in what I've referred to as the big tin cans in downtown. They're not working there. And so yeah, some real uphill battles. So we had 140 retail dining, cultural, and service establishments closed since the pandemic. The DSA also backs up the downbeat picture from emerging trends with only 1.3 million square feet in new leases so far in 2020. Downtown is on track to have the worst year for office leasing since at least the year 2000. And that's as far back as the records go. So there's, a, I mean, there's a handful of different factors going on there, let alone just everybody's working from home. Will they go back to the office? Yeah, I think they do. I think they start going back in summer of 2021. That's when I think a lot of other things will probably open up as well. We'll have had probably a vaccine in, at least in place. I don't know if it'll be distributed. I don't know if it'll be available, but we have all this talk about, yep, that's going to happen. It's going to make things instantly go away. Instantly, magically, the Rona disappears. No, that's not the case, but. 
I think you're going to have some changes, and I think that is about when things will start to turn around. The downtown commercial part of Seattle, I think that the, the painful turnaround there is going to take longer, and a lot of it has to do with how the city leadership, specifically City of Seattle Mayor, handles the many many civil issues going on, namely police protection, cleaning up the streets, getting massive piles of drug needles out of the parks, getting the parks back to normal, getting things back to a state where normal people who are taxpaying citizens can enjoy their downtown urban areas and not feel like they are unsafe or they're basically just going to get mugged by going to their office or their store or their place of business. I think those are some of the major challenges that Seattle faces, as well as a lot of other cities. I've been watching uh, some of the homelessness videos in California, and man, at least they've got good weather there, but the homeless there are aggressive, and they are stacking up in areas of towns like Venice Beach, like right on the beach. It's just, it's beach party, but it's people living there, creating communities. That's a tough go. That's a tough go for any of the really expensive real estate around there. And in Seattle, it's really hitting hard in the downtown urban core areas. Will this turn around anytime soon? No, I don't think so. But if you got a big commercial project, you keep going because it's going to take you a long time to develop that project. Get it up, get it out of the ground, get it squared away, get it leased up. It's a multi, multi-year process for most of these big buildings. And right now, I think you're seeing a little bit of a downturn in um, just how people are perceiving both Seattle and Portland. We didn't see, I didn't see the numbers here on Portland, but, um, I know that the downtown Portland area has been hurt specifically by all the protests that have gone on, but only in a couple of small areas, but they sure get the press out of that, don't they? We don't see quite as much of that here in Seattle because a lot of the protests are, they basically start at Cal Anderson Park near the East Precinct of Seattle and Capitol Hill. Then they walk down the hill into downtown Seattle, break into some stores along the way, loot some stuff. That's, that's how most of those protests go. I know a lot of people believe that they are mostly peaceful. Some of them are, but a lot of them aren't. When you've got over $2 billion worth of insurance claims across the United States from the peaceful protests, that kind of tells you right there how peaceful they are. But as far as what's going on in Seattle, yeah, I think that it's a little less desirable and we've got a bunch of stuff that we need to square away. And will that get squared away anytime near in the near future? No, I don't think so. We're on kind of this path of defunding the police and not really going in the directions that a lot of taxpaying citizens say we should be headed. But it always works out. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it, it goes down one way or the other. People want to say, oh, Seattle's dead. Yeah, Seattle is dying. Uh, yeah, it's on a little bit of a downturn, but it's not out. Seattle's always been that way. It's been boom or bust. And right now we're dropping some rankings in the downtown Seattle core. There will be some plan to kind of square away downtown. It'll be... Uh, Renew Seattle, something like that. And it'll be, you clean up the streets, you go through, get things squared away. Kind of like how Mayor Rudy Giuliani did in New York. Cleaned clock. You need something like that to happen in Seattle. People don't want to hear that because it's kind of an unpopular opinion. But you need something to clean up the streets of Seattle. You need something. You need the government to basically step in and take care of problems that should have been handled a long, long time ago and yet have just kind of 
kept going on and they just keep getting worse and worse and worse. And here now we have city of Seattle no longer at the tippy top of the desirability, but I don't think that's a uh, forever thing because the guts of what Seattle has going for it commercial wise, you can't replace. I mean, look at where it is on the map. Look at how the structure is set up. It's a pretty cool town. People are still going to go there. People are still going to want to work here. Maybe they work more in the suburbs. Yeah. But you've got buildings that'll go on and um, new projects, new developers, because time doesn't stop, does it? It just kind of keeps on going. Coronavirus, pandemic, and all. So as more developments come of how Seattle's doing in uh, nationwide rankings of uh, commercial real estate, I will bring them to you right here on the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Love to have you subscribe. I'm going to go out and enjoy the beach here on Maui. I'll check in with you guys soon. Do another podcast. We'll hang out. All right. Until then, we'll catch up with you guys soon. Bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.